Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Guiar, and I was raised Catholic. You can listen to my personal testimony in the first three episodes. The purpose of this podcast is to share the truth about the salvation of Jesus Christ. That's the gospel, or good news, that the New Testament brings us. You may be walking around with a false sense of salvation. I pray that as you hear this message today, that you don't just take my word for it, but start reading the Bible and seeking the truth for yourself. Ask God to open your eyes, your mind, and your heart to hear and understand the truth. God bless you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. The links are in the show notes. There, too, you'll find links to my two favorite Bible study apps, YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily, and they're both free. As Paul states in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. The episode will begin after this short message. Are you ready for Armageddon and Judgment Day? Are we living in the end times? Are we looking at the signs of Armageddon and Jesus' return on Judgment Day? So far in 2020, the world has seen out-of-control wildfires in Australia, which sort of mirror the ones in California a few months ago. Three volcanoes erupting, one in Japan, one in Mexico, and one in the Philippines. And there's been a lot of earthquake seismic activity near a volcano in Hawaii. So I would not be surprised if that one's next. And then a massive amount of earthquakes and aftershocks in the south coast of Puerto Rico. Now, I lived in Puerto Rico in the early 80s. And uh, while I was there, I felt three tremors. Um, significant tremors that I can remember. But this is unbelievable. And there's a picture on my blog um, that's a quake map of all of the dots of these earthquakes that are, you know, above magnitude uh, two through 6.4. And it's like an impossible, it's impossible for me to imagine what it's like to go through that. Um, and there's also numerous countries, including um, Iran, Bolivia, and, you know, and others, with hundreds, if not thousands, of citizens protesting corrupt governments. Um, powerful storms and floods affecting the U.S. and other countries. And, oh, and, you know, um, wars and rumors of wars continue. Um, you know, Afghanistan, Pakistan. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's, just, it's just crazy. But it makes you stop and think. What's going on? Are these the end times? Well, here's a question for you. If we are living in the end times, are you ready to face Judgment Day? Jesus said in Luke, it's the Gospel of Luke, chapter 21, verses 25 to 31, and there will be strange signs in the sun, moon, and stars. And here on earth, the nations will be in turmoil 
perplexed by the roaring seas and strange tides. People will be terrified at what they see coming upon the earth, for the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then everyone will see the Son of Man coming on a cloud with power and great glory. So when all these things begin to happen, stand and look up, for your salvation is near. Then Jesus gave them this illustration. Notice the fig tree or any other tree. When the leaves come out, you know without being told that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things taking place, you can know that the kingdom of God is near. Now, I love that sentence, and everyone will see the Son of Man coming on a cloud with power and great glory. I can just picture Jesus just surfing on a cloud in the sky, like, oh, that's going to be amazing. But then Jesus continues in verse 33, heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. Watch out. Don't let your hearts be dulled by carousing and drunkenness and by the worries of this life. Don't let that day catch you unaware like a trap. For that day will come upon everyone living on the earth. Keep alert at all times and pray that you might be strong enough to escape these coming horrors and stand before the Son of Man. And that's from, chap uh, from Luke chapter 21, verses 25 to 31, and then verses 33 to 36. And just a few chapters before, in Luke 17, verses 26 to 37, Jesus spoke of what his return would look like. When the Son of Man returns, it would be like it was in Noah's day. In those days, the people enjoyed banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat and the flood came and destroyed them all. And the world would be as it was in the days of Lot. People went about their daily business, eating and drinking, buying and selling, farming and building until the morning Lot left Sodom. Then fire and burning sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. Yes, it will be business as usual, right up to the day when the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, a person out on the deck of a roof must not go down into the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return home. Remember what happened to Lot's wife? If you cling to your life, you will lose it. And if you let your life go, you will save it. That night, two people will be asleep in one bed. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour together at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. That, by the way, is describing what's called the rapture. And I'll have a podcast on that shortly. So subscribe so you don't miss out. The disciples asked Jesus, where will this happen, Lord? Jesus replied, just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate that the end is near. Well, let me remind you of what was going on just before the flood in Noah's day. And this is in Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 through 8. The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth. And he saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. So the Lord was sorry he had ever made them and put them on the earth. It broke his heart. And the Lord said, I will wipe this human race I've created from the face of the earth. Yes, and I will destroy every living thing 
All the people, the large animals, the small animals that scurry along the ground and even the birds in the sky. I am sorry I ever made them. But Noah found favor with the Lord. Now you can read the story of Noah and the flood on your own, Genesis 6. And Jesus also mentioned Lot's adventure in Sodom. I will get into that one, but you can find it in Genesis 19. That also didn't end well for the people of Sodom and Gomorrah and Lot's wife, who found it hard to leave her life behind. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 to 23, Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied or preached in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. That again is in Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 to 23. Well, here's a question to ponder. Does Jesus know you? Imagine you standing in front of the judgment seat of God. You're going to say, but I went to mass every Sunday or I went to church every Sunday. Catholics will say I went to confession every Saturday. No, I did lie and stole or cheated some during the week, but it wasn't much. Okay, venial sin. And I confessed it to the priest as I was told to do. Why can't I get into heaven? Jesus then pulls out the big book. And list. This is a simulated scenario. You worshiped and prayed to my mother instead of me. That's idolatry. And I strictly said not to do that in the second commandment. And you also worshiped and prayed to my apostles and other so-called saints. And their idols and statues. They meant more to you than a relationship with me. And you believed the lies of men, leaders in the Catholic Church, who told you that you can pay pray, or do good works to get into heaven. In the book of Revelation, chapter 20, verse 12, the apostle John says, uh, uh, I saw the dead, both great and small, standing before God's throne, and the books were open, including the book of life, and the dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. Well, then Jesus will look in his book of life and doesn't see your name there. The book of life is reserved for those people who believed, repented of their sins, did a 180, said, okay, I've sinned and I'm not going to sin anymore. I'm going to try not to sin anymore. And were baptized as adults. And they invited Jesus into their hearts and lives. Is your name written in the book of life? The good news is that it's not too late for you. You can, right now, change your destiny and be ready if Jesus comes tomorrow or years from now. Simply pray this prayer wholeheartedly. That means that you mean it. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Right now, I turn from my sins and I open the door of my heart and life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Now, the next steps in your new walk with Jesus. One, start reading the Bible daily. If you don't have one, I recommend YouVersion Bible app. 
It's free and it has a lot of great daily devotionals and Bible studies. And another one is Through the Word. It really explains um, each uh, chapter of the Bible one by one. Two, pray every day. Talk to God. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you daily. Three, find and join a Bible-believing church, preferably a non-denominational one. And be prepared to feel a peace that surpasses all understanding. The weight of guilt will be lifted off your shoulders and onto Jesus's. Don't take my word for it. Read it in the Bible. Seek the truth. Soli Deo Gloria. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it's got you thinking. Please feel free to follow me. And if you have any questions, contact me via my website, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. The links to my social profiles are in the show notes. I want to leave you with this prayer from Psalm 40, verse 16. Heavenly Father, may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, the Lord is great. Soli Deo Gloria. Only to God be the glory.